Welcome in to the second episode of the Under the Lights podcast. I am Kyle Parmley, joined by Gary Lloyd. Uh, we're here with uh, Starnes Media producing this podcast this year. Uh, Gary, week zero in the books. High school football season is officially underway. We saw a game, saw a game Thursday night, saw some games Friday. Uh, how you feeling after after a uh, weekend of ball? A uh, little tired. Got to be honest, getting a little up there. Uh, maybe knock the rust off a little bit and uh, excited to be in the swing of things. How about you? Yeah, no, that was my takeaway. Is like It's not physically demanding to cover football games, but when you do it back-to-back nights, you got to get back in the in the rhythm of doing that. But, uh, yeah, well, I mean, let's dive right into uh, recaps from our Week Zero games. Uh, Thursday night we were both at uh, Vestavia Hills uh, for the Mountain Brook-Vestavia game. Mountain Brook comes out with a 24-14 win. It's the first game in the tenure of Robert Evans at Vestavia Hills. Um, and it, Vestavia looked a lot different than they have in years past. What would you think of that one? Yeah, well, I, I kind of liken it to basketball in a way. And what I mean is I've seen so many coaches over the years, especially at the University of Alabama, who have said, we're going to play fast. And then that just never seems to materialize. You know, you're like, well, this still looks like a high post kind of slow methodical offense. That was not the case with Vestavia. You know, they only score 14 points and they come up, you know, with the loss. But they were, I mean, they were getting after it. Robert Evans wasn't playing when he said, we're going to play fast. They were getting after it. Uh, yeah, Josh Franklin, the new OC at Vestavia, uh, they were they were really, they were figuring things out along the way, as you expected in the, in the first game of the season and with the new coaching staff and all that. But, hey, Mountain Brook looked really solid once again. Uh, Tucker Crawford had two picks in the fourth quarter to really help the Spartans put that one away. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking for big things from Mountain Brook, and Vestavia looks like a team that will you know, improve a lot and very quickly as the season gets going. Yeah, and one of those Tucker Crawford interceptions, you know, game-sealing interception in the end zone. I mean, you can't say enough about that. Two fourth-quarter picks, one of your defensive leaders coming up big. And you're you're right. That was my word for Mountain Brook was just solid, just daggum solid. The quarterback was efficient. You know, they had three guys running the ball, almost split carries among them. Uh, and then, you know, a timely playmaking ability on the outside. Uh, just that they look like a force to be reckoned with again in 6A. Yeah, definitely agree. So uh, keep, keep an eye on both of those teams. The other game we had on Thursday night was down in the Crampton Bowl. Uh, Chelsea was taking on Helena. Helena goes away with a 28-6 win. Uh, it was uh, Todd Cassidy's first game as Chelsea head coach. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough road for them this year. That Helena team was good, and, and Chelsea's got some figuring things out to do. Yeah, I, I don't have much to add there. Just, I mean, uh, a tough start to the year against a really good opponent, you know, before you get into much tougher opponents in, in 7A Region 3. Uh, uphill battle for Chelsea, but, you know, they're going to keep getting after it week in and week out. Yep, yep you're right. Uh, Friday night, I went down to uh, Phoenix City and watched uh, Central take on Hewitt Trustful. Uh, Central comes out with a 37-21 win, and uh, what I got from that game was that Central – uh, man, they're really good. And I told a few people that I thought I might have seen the uh, future state champions in that game. A uh, long way to go, obviously. But, uh, yeah, Central just looked really good. They're really athletic, and they gave Hewitt Trustful all kinds of problems, especially uh, that defensive line of Central just – I mean, they were in the backfield all night. Peyton Floyd just struggled to to have time to set his feet. And it was, it was crazy because as much as it felt like Central controlled that game, Hewitt had chances. They scored a touchdown late in the second quarter to take the lead. 
they were still within a score midway through the fourth quarter and had a fourth down like they, and they almost made the stop and they would have had a chance to go, go for the win. So um, the final score is a little misleading, but uh, yeah, it was uh, impressive for central, but, but Hewitt was, was never out of it. Well, and you, I mean, you don't want to take moral victories from anything, I guess, I guess that's the line, but you know, you might look back down the road if central's as good as we think they are uh, that, you know, that, that might be a, a really good measuring stick game to look back on for Hewitt Trustful. Maybe pull some positives out of that as they move through region play. Yeah, Gary, the game you were at, uh, defending 6A champ Clay Chalkville, I mean, could not have got off to a better start. They take down Briarwood 48 nothing, and, I mean, wow. I mean, so I led my story with it. I led my story with a question. Had the calendar actually turned from 2021 to 2022? Right. Because first uh, first offensive snap of the game from Clay Chalkville, 75 yards to the house, and it was on. I mean, just – and the thing is, is it wasn't all offensive firepower. The firepower was there. It's still there. They did it without Mario Craver, who is out. Um, but four offensive touchdowns, they got – two touchdowns on special teams, one where uh, on a kickoff, they, a guy just ripped the ball from Briarwood, not on the ground, not a fumble, just just manhandled it, took it from him, took it to the house 25 yards. Mario Bird takes a punt back 83 or so yards, and then a, a pick six late. I mean, they did it in every phase, and there was just – it didn't seem like there were any cracks against Briarwood on Friday night. Yeah, so um... – you know, we're not surprised. Clay looks like they'll be really strong again. And but but for Briarwood, you know, don't be overly discouraged by that. You know, mm-hmm. they'll be they'll be fine. They're I mean, they couldn't they could not have played a tougher team to, to start mm-hmm. off. Well, and, that, and that's what Matthew Forrester, the head coach, told me after the game. You know, I mean, he, he was down, you know, not the way you want to start a Friday night. He said that nobody wants to lose 48 to nothing. But you're breaking in a lot of new starters. You know, you've got to surround five star quarterback Christopher Vizina with some new guys breaking in a lot of guys and that O-line, I mean, it just, it just struggled against a clay front that was physical and fast, which is how clay's been for about a decade now. So uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure many teams could have come in there and put up 10 points against clay Chauvel on Friday night. Right. Uh, The second end of that uh, kickoff classic in Montgomery involved another one of our teams. Hoover falls to Auburn 17, 14. That was another seven, eight top five matchup. And uh, it was a, it was kind of a, a crazy game. Auburn jumps out 14-0 at the half. Hoover rallies to tie the game in the second half, and Auburn finishes it off with a late field goal. Auburn wins 17-14. Hoover starts Jonah Winston at quarterback, who's a young kid. Brewer Smith plays most of the second half. Uh, Wade Waldrop getting his start at, at Hoover. They're still you know, looking like they're going to be trying to get their footing. But, hey, I mean, they, they played a really good team to, to start things off. Yeah, and I mean – it that game went about how we talked about in episode number one, you know, you kind of lean on the running back, the experienced running back Amari Williams. He, he went for over a hundred yards and a touch. Uh, and then, you know, it's who emerges at quarterback. Is it going to be Brewer Smith? Is it going to be John Winston? Are you going to play them both? And then the, the Hoover defense, obviously holding Auburn to 17 total points. You know, it seems like that defense is going to be enough to keep them in games as the season goes on. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the other Hoover City School, Spain Park, uh, gets a win in Tim Bacacus's first game as head coach. They beat Kalira 14-10. Evan Smallwood scores the game-winning touchdown with 23 seconds to go. Uh, really good for the Jags to get get Bacacus off to that 1-0 start. 
Yeah. And I mean, our, our colleague, Josh Gleason, with that video of the touchdown, just it was awesome to see so much excitement in that stadium because, you know, there, there hasn't been a lot of that the last few years, you know, a few tough seasons. And just to start off like that, a 14 to 10 thriller uh, in the defense. I mean, we talked about the defensive line. Tim Vakakis is, you know, a defensive, physical, you know, kind of coach. And I think I think Calera scored on maybe their first play of the game, like an 85 yard run. They only got a field goal the rest of the way. Yeah. I mean, that that defense looks stout and they're going to have a, a good test this this week against uh, traveling to Briarwood. Right. Uh, keeping it in Shelby County, uh, Oak Mountain uh, starts off with a win. They beat Northridge 23-14. Uh, Oak Mountain jumped out 21-0 in that game and really just kind of held on from there. You know, they were just all around, just, you know, fundamentally physical. Like just, you know, they just played a sound football game, nothing flashy, just played good defense and got a W. I mean, it sounds kind of like Oak Mountain outside of Evan Smith, you know, his playmaking ability the last eight to ten – oh, wait, four years. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you felt but, like that long. Right. But, uh, you know, yeah, a, a nice win. I think Northridge has uh, – I read it in Drew Champlin's story for uh, 280 Living that uh, I think they've got a guy committed maybe on the offensive line to Alabama, maybe a wide receiver with, with some high-level offers. So, you know, beat a good team, held on late, but the defense kind of did what we thought the defense would do. It's just, you know, leaning on Trey, and if I mess up, is it Vassal or Vassell? I don't know. We need to Vassal? figure that out, don't we? We need to figure that out. Trey, let us know. But, I, you know, leaned on him. He goes for over 100 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, just getting the new quarterback, Odell, some some experience and some reps and just watching that offense evolve. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, the Battle of Lakeshore featuring Homewood and John Carroll. Uh, John Carroll scores on their first drive, and then Homewood goes on to score 38 unanswered to uh, roll in that one. That game was played at Sanford University, so pretty cool deal uh, to open the season for both of those teams. But, yeah, Homewood um, is about what I expected. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, you, you probably expected Homewood to win, but – you know, game one for anybody, there, there, there might be some sluggish kind of play, but it seems like they kind of clicked on all cylinders on offense, and you know, with an experienced group on offense coming right out of the gate like that, they've got chemistry, they know the system. Uh, I, I think Homewood's due for a for a really good year. Yeah, and then the last game in our area, Pinson Valley travels up to Florence. They win thirty four fourteen. Kiwan Posey did the full-time starter this year, uh, goes for over 300 yards through the air. Uh, Lee Guest gets his first win as head coach. You took the words right out of my mouth. Good to see Coach Guess. Uh, you know, he's been there a few years under under Patrick Nix and then under Sam Shade and, you know, done his time and getting his shot. And, you know, they go up and get a really good win. I mean, 20-point win on the road. And then they've got a big home opener uh, this week that we'll talk about against uh, McAdory. Absolutely. So, Gary, that's week zero from our teams uh, in the Starnes media coverage area. What's give me a, give me a takeaway? What's what's one big thing that you took from that first week of ball? I think I, I just said it two games ago. Uh, for for me, it, it was you know I wasn't there, but reading about Homewood, uh, a team that I've seen a lot the last few years, you know, get to six wins, get to seven wins. You know, back in seventeen two thousand eighteen, you know, they were getting ten wins a season. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying they're going to get 10 wins this year, but, you know, kind of coming out of the gate fast, you know, and, you know, I, I realize that they're going to be, they're going to overmatch John Carroll a little bit, but, you know, scoring at will like that early in the game, you know, right out of the gate. Uh, I just think that that team's poised for a, a good season this year in 6A. 
Yeah, uh, I guess for mine, I'm thinking Class 7A Region 3 uh, just looks like after the first week that it's it's going to be kind of a really competitive region. Um, it It's really easy to get a lot of overreaction theater when you look at Thompson losing to the top-ranked team in, in Georgia and then Hoover losing and Hewitt losing both to Region 2 teams that are outstanding. Um, but I really do think that the region is going to be really competitive and particularly for that fourth playoff spot. I mean, you you know, after a week of seeing these teams, you, you look at Vestavia, Spain Park, Oak Mountain, and and think any of those could could easily be that fourth team and, and nobody would bat an eye. So I'm looking forward to region three play. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun this year. Well not to not to add to that potential overreaction of of you know your your perceived top three teams in the region losing, but did did you see the stat that I dug up on Hewitt Trustful, Hoover and Thompson. How long has it been since they all lost the season opener? 1964. Since they all lost on the same the same season opener, uh, Hoover wasn't even Hoover back then. It was yeah, Barry. right. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Someone had asked me about that, and I was like, I'll just dig deep. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Put it that way. <laughs> so, um, well, yeah, and then uh, so yeah, let's move on to uh, the first under the lights player of the week award. Uh, Gary, I've got a few options for you. We're going to let you guys vote for these on on Twitter. Uh, we'll publish that along with the with the video here. Um, but I'm going to give you four names. We're gonna we're gonna have everybody vote on them, and then we'll announce it uh, middle of the week. Uh, start with Tucker Crawford from Mountain Brook. Uh, we we talked about his two key interceptions in the fourth quarter of their win over Vestavia Hills. Um, you move on Trey Vassell from Oak Mountain, the running back, 22 carries, 108 yards, two touchdowns. You know, Mountains win. Uh, Gary, you mentioned Amari Williams from Hoover. Uh, he had 131 yards on 17 carries and a touchdown. And then you saw Zach McCray at Clay Chalkville, uh, 11 carries, 153 yards and a touchdown to lead the Cougars in their big win over Briarwood. So we're going to let you guys decide who is the week zero player of the week. And with all that, Gary, I think it's time to move into week one games. Let's take a look at at what we've got going on coming up. Uh, all these games are going to be on Friday night. We don't have any Thursday games this week, at least for for our teams. But let's start out at the the game that I'm going to be at, uh, renewing a long, long-time rivalry between Homewood and Vestavia Hills. Uh, last year, Homewood won this game 9-7 to on a game-winning field goal from backup kicker Whit Armistead. He's a freshman. Wasn't expected at all to be in this game. And Still to this day, there's some doubt whether he actually made the field goal or not. Uh, it was very close. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be a really cool uh, rivalry game. You mentioned Homewood is, is looking really impressive. Uh, Vestavia's got another chance, a second straight home game, to really see how much they're going to improve uh, with, with Robert Evans at the helm. So, hey, I'm going to be there. I'm looking forward to that one. I don't think you're going to see a nine to seven game this year. I don't think so either. Uh, I think you're going to see a few more points, but uh, I mean, just again, like a, I mean, outside of the rivalry, it's just an intriguing matchup. You know that experience of Homewood and the way they played against John Carroll, and then you know the flashes that Vestavia showed against a really, really good Mountain Brook team. Uh, that's an intriguing game. Can can Vestavia slow Homewood down? Can Vestavia, you know, go at that pace and and kind of keep Homewood on its heels? That'll be a, a lot of fun. Yeah, and one other thing I'll add about Vestavia's offense is they, as fast as they go, it was a lot of running the football too. I mean, John Paul Head was the quarterback, and 
he did as much running as he did throwing in that game. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be really, really cool to see how that offense continues to evolve as we get going in the season. Um, but, yeah, next game we'll look at the game that Gary will be at. Uh, Gadsden City is making a visit to uh, Hewitt Trustful, and I got to say I think this is a, a great opportunity for Hewitt to get in the win column. I do too. I mean, I, I I don't pretend to know much about Gadsden City. I know they played Carrollton, Georgia, who I also don't pretend to know anything about. Um, but sixty nine to seven says a lot. It seems yeah. like um, so Gadsden City, uh, you know, a really tough start to the year, and now you you travel to Hewitt Trustful. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Hewitt Trustful will. We'll, we'll have a lot to work on. You know, you, they talk about your best improvement being from week one to week two. I guess it's week zero to week one. It yeah. sounds so weird. Right. But but uh, I, I think Hewitt Trustful will get to work a lot of things out and, you know, maybe play a lot of guys and uh, hopefully for them uh, get that first W of 2022. Yeah, I think they would. Uh, next game, James Clemens is uh, traveling down from Madison to take on Mountain Brook. Uh, James Clemens coming off a coming off a loss in their season opener. Mountain Brook got the win, uh, so it's a this will be a game. James Clemens was really good seven eighteen last year, so I, I think Mountain Brook will they'll have I mean they'll have, they'll have a competitive game. I, I believe that. Yeah, well, it didn't was it was it Gardendale that went up to James Clemens and it was kind of a shootout. What, it was like forty one to thirty four uh, to yeah. open the year. So I mean, it does sound like Mountain that Mountain Brook defense will have its hands hands full again. Um, but a, a fun, you know, another fun home opener for the Spartans and uh, looking to keep that early season, you know, non-region against 7A opponents slate going. So another yeah. good opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Shelby County rivalry game. Spain Park is heading to Briarwood. Uh, Spain Park coming off the the high of getting uh, that that early win, mm-hmm. getting Coach Fakakis his, his early, his first W. And then you're going to have a Briarwood team that is going to be raring to go after after what happened to them last Friday night at Clay. So, yeah, I think this this has got a chance to be a really good ball game. I do too, and you know, I, I just mentioned about the jump from week one to week two and improvement, and you know, things you learn about as a coach as a as a unit. Um, you know, Briarwood's offensive line struggled. Uh, I mean, Clay Chauvel's defensive line had a lot to do with that. But Spain Park, you know, they're probably their biggest strength is that defensive line. So, you know, these coaches say, you know, games are won and lost in the trenches. And I believe that. And I think that's the that's the unit matchup to watch is can Briarwood's offensive line hold Spain Park's defensive line back enough to give Christopher Vizina some time in the pocket uh, to let him roll out some some design runs, that kind of thing. And, you know, put some points on the board. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Staying in Shelby County. Chelsea is going to head down to Calera and uh, play another 6A foe. Calera is a team they they lost to the aforementioned Spain Park team, but this Calera team has gotten quite a bit of preseason buzz. I think they're they're a solid team, so uh, Chelsea is going to have to have some of that game one to game two improvement that you speak of if they're going to come out with this one. Yeah, not sure what else to say about this one. I mean, maybe it's a low-scoring game. I, I, I don't know. Um, seems like it could be, but it, it seems like it could could be has a potential to be a a, a good uh, competitive game for both teams. So look forward to seeing how how Chelsea bounces back in that one. Right. Another one we've got Hoover will have its home opener at the Hoover Met. They're hosting Bartlett out of Tennessee. Uh, this is a this Bartlett team. Obviously, a lot of a lot of us around here don't know much about them, but they 
Went six and four last year, didn't make the playoffs. There was some kind of like weird three-way tiebreaker in their region. Uh, but they were in the state semis. They're six A school in Tennessee. They were in the state semifinals in 2020. So this is clearly a program that that knows knows how to win and, and play at a high level. So uh, Hoover heads home, and they're going to have another another t- a tough game. Yeah, Bartlett again. I, I don't know anything about them. I, I saw that they beat I think a team out of Memphis 32 to six to open the season. But who knows what that means? But you know, opening at the Hoover Met place ought to be pretty juiced up and uh just again looking to see how that quarterback play you know who who emerges if if there's one guy that plays if they split again a little bit you know and just that that seems to be the talk of Hoover right now you know the defense is solid the running game solid who's going to lead as a signal caller yeah uh back to Shelby County action Oak Mountain hosting Pelham at Herdmont Park so uh Pelham they lost to Jackson Olin last week I think it was like 14 to 10, really low scoring game. Uh, then this, so it seems like we could be in for, you know, a, a defensive slugfest between two teams that, that like to play in the trenches and, and see what comes out of it. Old school football. I mean, Herdmont's still got natural grass, right? So we, yeah, as far as I know. They still, they did last year. So, yeah, yeah it does feel like that. And uh, always a raucous crowd out there. Oak Mountain has got to have one of the best student sections in the state. No I think. And, uh, you know, that, that'll be, that'll be a great atmosphere, you know, crosstown rival kind of thing. Uh, maybe it is a defensive, you know, slug fest and, uh, that, that one will be physical and fun. Yeah. So those will be the games that, uh, we'll have, uh, coverage from. And then Gary, I'll give you three more. Tell me if any of these kind of, kind of strike you. Uh, John Carroll is going to visit Marbury. Uh, I think this is going to – this is two 5A teams that, that have been kind of near 500 the last few years. Could be a good opportunity for John Carroll to get a, a good road win uh, to get on the board this year. Clay Chalville at Hueytown, rematch the 6A title game. Uh, we just saw that one back in December. Uh, but Hueytown is, is trying to recoup some losses from last year uh, – from last year's team – uh, and they lost a tough game to Ramsey to open up last weekend. And then Pinson Valley hosting McAdory. Um, I think McAdory is going to be really, really good this year. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be a pretty fun one as well. I think that could be a, an awesome game. I think so, too. I mean, yeah, John Carroll, I don't, I don't know anything about Marbury other than they're down in Elmore County, Beatsville. Yeah. So a long road trip for the Cavs. But hopefully, you know, again, gain some experience down there, come back with a win and, you know, make that – March, hopefully, toward a winning season in the playoffs. Uh, not quite the same Hueytown team, it sounds like. You know, give up 41 at Ramsey. Not that Ramsey's a slouch. I mean, Ramsey's pretty pretty good year in, year out lately. Uh, but Clay Chalkville, the way they started and, you know, seeing that 41 points, I mean, that, that, that's got to amp them up to, to go in. And, that you know, Clay Chalkville, they haven't been scared of anyone for a decade. You know, they're going to do what Clay Chalkville does. Uh, but still a fun helmet game. 6A title rematch. And then, yeah, I agree. I think Pinson Valley McAdory might be, might be one of the best games in Birmingham uh, this coming Friday night. So that, that one will be a lot of fun. Coach Holmes out at McAdory now, a lot of experience as a coach around a lot of big schools in, in the, in the area. So, and coach Lee guess, you know, second game. So that one will be, that, that one will be fun. Absolutely. And uh, one final thing I'll throw out at you. I uh, one of Chelsea's own, Jake Gaines, now the head coach at Moody, big time win for them to get his head coaching career started. Uh, so yeah, man, I, it's just really cool to see football back 
Uh, we've got what well, I guess we've really got this upcoming Friday of games, and then we've got college football on TV next Saturday. Yeah, man, those four eleven boys, the they uh they hit the ground running under Coach Gannis, so that was fun to see. Yeah, it was, but uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for the uh, second episode of the Under the Lights podcast. Uh, be sure to to head to my Twitter page at Kyle Parmley to uh, vote for uh, this this week's Player of the Week. Uh, we gave you four really good options, and uh, yeah, so follow along. I mean, we'll we'll be blowing it up again on Friday night. Uh, a lot of really good games in the area. So, uh, Gary, thanks for joining once again, and we will see you yeah. guys next time.